San Jose, hello. 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 Check one, two, sibilance, sibilance. No, 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 no. I mean, guys, I love you, miss. We've done this. Dave, you're as shocked as me. I didn't hear anything untoward. I heard it was fine. I didn't hear anything. What are you upset about? Well, the name has another syllable. Sir, closer, but let's not... Yeah, Gareth. T- well, that's a... Sh- that's a We've done like... this. We've been through this. Oh, we have? Yeah, a ton of times. You know this more than anybody. I thought that was just like what you got called in court or like... Hey, we're, we're, co- we're covering the mics. I want but this like, off mic. Like if you're buddies. No, this is off mic. Like if you're, if you're like... Cover your mic. We're doing off mic. If you're off playing mic, soccer... I Buddy, cover think... your goddamn microphone. We're doing off mic. Yeah. Put your, get, your, get your hand off the goddamn mic. What are you doing? There's a lot of feedback. You idiot. First time in a theater. Thank you for coming out, San Jose. We appreciate it very much. We know that yep. Yep. we had this date, and then we had to cancel this date, and everybody was mad at us and the theater, and, uh, and it, was the, it was their fault. Uh, uh, no, no, no. I don't want to blame It was Dave, um, mainly. Yep. Yep. I like to cancel stuff. Yep. Yeah, like in San Francisco. San Francisco yeah. canceled when you had the pooping I had disease. To, I had to make a, I had to make a boom boom yeah. for 14 hours. Yeah. Dave went on a 14 hour boom boom. Boom boom run. Yeah. It's really more good. of a boom. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever gotten a chance to sleep on a hotel bathroom floor, but. Mmm. Mmm. Recommended. Yeah. No, they don't show you that on the pictures on the website. They're not like, they and the palatial bathroom floor where you can be in a heap. In the fetal position, shitting from both ends. Also, we want to shout out to Rainbow Man. He's here tonight. If you want to stand up, Rainbow Man, take your rightful bow. Mm-hmm. There he is. It's the actual. So actual... keep in mind, there was a time when we came here early, and there was there were two people in line, and he was one of them. So and the lady with him. So people walking by who didn't know there was a show necessarily. They were like, "That guy's out of his fucking tits. What's that guy doing?" Roy Wood Jr. posted a tweet the other day about how bad comedy club mics smell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So true. (laughs) Yeah, it's our cross to bear. We'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah. Roy's a particularly hygienic gentleman, so true. We'll get him on. Yeah, we don't no, drink no. Corona, so we'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, uh, we have Heineken. I'm pro. I'm pro. You're Pronica. I'm pro. You're Pronova. Pro, coronavirus. Prona, Prona. I think we're calling it Cov 19 now. Is that Cov? Is that what it is? Cov? See, it's finally cool. Cov uh, 19. So it's got a name. Hell it's yeah! It's very exciting. Well, the best is on Twitter when people like hashtag and spell it wrong, and people are like dummy. It's C O, and they're like, yeah, they erase the hashtag after 24 hours. Like, oh. It's not what? funny, but it's a point. The fuck are you talking about? People misspell the coronavirus hashtag because Twitter will remove the hashtag after 24 hours, so they just reset it. Twitter like, removes that the coronavirus hashtag. They Why? like ch- I don't know because they're Twitter. That seems suspicious. Mm-hmm. Are we saying Twitter's trying to spread the virus? I haven't said anything for 30 minutes. <laughs> Twitter's great. Uh, How many of you guys are blocked by me? 
And they're you all deserved up there. it. Yeah. You deserved it, whatever you did. Son of a bitch. I would just like to... Uh, I know we're going through like a sort of crazy time uh, right now, and I just want to say, if, if you vote for Mike Bloomberg, go fuck yourself. He's a horrific racist. And if he wins the nomination, the videos that will come out about this fucking guy, no one's going to vote for him. You're listening to The Dollop! This is a bivalve American history podcast Hmm. where each week I read a story about shellfish (laughs) to my friend. I don't think we need an intro anymore. Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. 1964. Great. Great. We got it. Year of our Lord Jesus Christ. We'll cut that out in post. We start every uh, podcast with a prayer. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Uh, dear Jesus, gosh, <laughs> aren't you wild? <laughs> How are the hands? Right back. How are the hands? A little sore, a little sore. <laughs> Not as bad as the feet, though, because I walk on them and they just don't seem to heal. Oh, I'm dead. Uh, Amen. Doug Evans was born and raised in New York City. That's where they got the good salsa. Yeah. He was uh, a very uh, early on, he was into art. But then he, he said he became bored drawing on paper uh, with pencils. Sure, yeah. I get it. It's got a cap. And, quote, went for fame by painting graffiti on subway trains and hanging out with the likes of Warhol, Fab Five Freddy, and Herring. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, so... Got a real warrior's vibe. I mean, look. Who doesn't, when they're spray painting on a train, be like, I'm like Warhol? Uh, Oh, he said he was like Warhol? Yeah, but that's what he's saying. He's saying by doing that, he was hanging out with them. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Okay. Very different. I yeah. thought he was hanging out with them. I was like, oh, he's hanging out with Fat Five Friday? Yeah, let's no. do this. Okay, so this guy's just, he's just putting paint on cars. That's right. A- alone. Yeah. You know, Fat Five Friday's a good friend of mine. See ya. He claimed he couldn't handle any more high school, so he, quote, slipped out. So, so that's this... different than the dropout. Yep. That's the slip out. Yeah, at this point, I hated him. This is when you hated him? Yep. Okay, wow. Uh, so after he slipped out Super of high school... Super early, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I was already done. Okay, good. Well, this will be a fun ride. <laughs> uh, and then he joined the Army. Went into the 82nd Airborne. Quote, I went in wanting to be a general and to push my limits to the max. Let me guess. He, in his head, he was friends with Goose and Maverick. <laughs> and I don't like Iceman either. He's a jerk-off. Okay, so he went in there with the ambition of being in charge, essentially. Yeah, he, want, right. well, he wants to be general. And, right. uh, you know, to the max. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I don't know why you don't like this guy. That's a cool thing. It's yeah. like talking to a can of Pepsi. Yeah. 
but he didn't, uh, he didn't become a general, and uh, he left the army. And he, he, he slipped out. He slipped out. Yeah. Slipped out of the army. And he said, uh, when he got out, the closest profession to uh, doing graffiti on trains was graphic design. Dude, this is like, that's like, <laughs> that's how you pitch your friends when you're selling out. You're like, and I mean, it's awesome. It's got the same vibe, but I'm calling, I'm going to go graphic design. <laughs> so my office will be the subway car. My keyboard will be the paint. And Andy Warhol and Fab Five Freddy will still be as much a part of my posse as ever. <laughs> They're still in. Yeah, and here's my latest word. This is McDonald's. Yeah. Doing some yeah. work for them. Yeah, and instead of fighting people, I'm going to take a 45-minute lunch. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Doing it their way. <laughs> That'll show me. Uh, so Doug, Doug's a go-getter. Sure. Uh, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, do numbers one to nine. He just does ten. You know what I mean? Ugh. Jesus Christ. Okay. So this is the kind of guy who has like one of those little things for his sunglasses so they don't fall off. That's right. To the max. <laughs> yeah. Sort of guy's like, hey, man, I'll tell you when I get that jet ski. <laughs> You're like, I'm out. I can't. He wrote in uh, 2016, quote, I believe there are no chances in life, only choices. Ugh, for God's sake. I mean, are we, this is, <laughs> he's just a quote book. And the most powerful. Like he's just like a uh, Urban Outfitters like quote book. <laughs> he really is. <laughs> and the most powerful choice you can make is to commit every part of yourself to what you care about most. Oh, for God's to sake. To go all the way with everything you do. Uh, my, I, it's like, I, this sounds redundant, but it's like a lame Tony Robbins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to the max. To the max. What if you took Tony Robbins to the max? He's already to the max. Is he? No. <laughs> okay. So, so Doug wants to be a graphic designer. Uh, he, <laughs> Which he, just doesn't fit with this lifestyle he's painting. Like, you've got to live life to the max. Every day to the fullest. Besides Monday through Friday, 9 to 6, when you are in the office designing graphically. Yes! <laughs> Fat Five Freddy, what do you think? That's a teddy bear that's stuffed. I'm like fucking Warhol. Yeah. And there'll be no follow-ups. Yeah. <laughs> Which reminds me, select all. <laughs> yes, I want to copy that motherfucker like Andy Warhol. Uh, so he's not going to sign up for classes, right? Because he does everything to the max. Yeah, no, that's too slow. Instead, he tracked down leg- legendary uh, designer Paul Rand and just showed up on his doorstep one day. Cool, cool. That's to the max. That's to the max. I yeah. mean, he lives what he talks about. And... Somehow it worked. What? He worked closely with Rand for seven years. What? Without pay. Okay, there's how it is. Uh, to the max. Sure, yeah, all the way. Yeah, take it to the limit. Financially, take your bank account to the limit. Stretch it as far as you can. Take your credit cards to the max. What's up, bitch? Seven-year intern. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fucking hardcore. I don't play by the rules, unless, of course, this guy tells me to. He's in charge. <laughs> to the max. Uh, uh, he also joined a graphic design firm. Ooh, wow, look out. <laughs> Get that on the back of a jacket. Graphic design firm. I'm out of fucks to give. <laughs> What's up? To the miggity max. 
So at 30 years old, Doug was, quote, loving life. (laughs) Drinking boxed wine, eating macaroni to the motherfucking maximum. (laughs) Kraft macaroni and cheese? No, no, no. Cheese and macaroni, motherfucker. (laughs) To the max. (laughs) I buy two boxes of mac and cheese. I take the cheese out of one. And I double up the fucking cheese. Oh, I'm sorry. Are these two for one? Well, give me four, because I am a club member to the max. (laughs) I believe the secret number is my phone number. Ooh! (laughs) And then 1994 hit. The worst year of Doug's life. Oh, no. To the men. (laughs) Taking it to the men, finally. His mother died of cancer. Oh, why'd you do that? Come on, don't be a jerk off. To the max. <laughs> My mother's cancer is so bad, it's to the max. I'm kidding, I miss her. I miss her. His father d- then died soon after from a heart attack. Jesus Christ. His brother was then diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, atrial fibrillation, hypertension, and that led to him having two strokes. <laughs> It is to the max. I mean, it really. The bad news is, the bad news is to the max, is all I'm saying. Like, the doctor was like, and I've got bad news about your brother. He's like, we're really taking this to the max, huh, doctor? What's wrong with him? Oh, yeah. Hand me that box of Kleenex. I'm going to empty that to the max. So, Paul was obviously completely freaked out and suddenly. Confronted by his own mortality. Mm-hmm. Quote, something really seemed off. Yeah, everyone <laughs> you love just died. Both my parents died in the same hospital, and we all ate the same standard American diet. <clears throat> okay. He jumped into trying to figure out how he could avoid the same deaths as his family members. And he began researching health and lifestyle choices and decided to live healthier. Okay. Right, okay. Quote, what I thought would be complicated turned out to be so simple and obvious. For all the debate among nutrition scientists, I had one powerful realization. Fruits and vegetables save lives. Well, well, well. (laughs) Step into my office, asshole. (laughs) In two weeks, he went from eating hamburgers and fries to organic fruits and vegetables, nuts, and seaweed. Yeah, okay. That's smart. Yeah. A bit, later, a bit later, he met Denise Mary in a nightclub. She was a vegan, and she introduced him to it. Quote, I went cold cucumber and became a oh, raw vegan. Jesus, to the max. <laughs> went cold cucumber. Ugh. It's just, you don't have to give up saying meat. <laughs> it's not part of the diet. You can say turkey. I can make anything horrible. (laughs) What are you? Scared of me? (laughs) But even more than that, Denise introduced him to juice. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I feel like this, and I know people like this. Who, when they do discover or, like, get into juicing, you are like, shut up. 
Shut your mouth. Hey, worse than vegan. Nobody Stop cares it. what's in your tummy. Just walk around. She killed a kale smoothie today. Cool. What a great... I want tw- 10 seconds of my life back. Just go back from the juice bar. Oh, that's awesome. Fuck, oh, the cucumbers are so good today. Yeah, that's dope. That's awesome. Got a cucumber beet uh, kiwi thing. Oh, cool, and, man. Uh, cool. Man, what a combo. Oh, it's awesome. I feel clean. Hey, can I, I come over clean. later and check out your stool? Well, well, stool implies it's hard. And Well, haven't you uh, taken this to the max? Yeah, I wear diapers. Oh, it's awesome, man. Cool. You know, when you started this story, I was like, I don't want to hear it anymore. Now, I'm turning the TV off. Yeah. The juice is great. That's awesome. All right, I got to get back to the juice store. Yeah, for sure. You mean the bathroom? Yep. Yeah. Quote, Denise also introduced me to the power of cold-pressed juice. Uh-huh. And I had an epiphany. Cold-pressed juice not only tastes delicious... It is an easy and convenient way to help achieve optimal health and meet the recommended daily fruit and vegetable intake. Do you know who else had this epiphany? Who's that? The inventor of cold-pressed juices. Also had the epiphany. He's like, and then it hit me. This is healthy for you. They're like, no, that's why we opened this shop. That's why we... Whoa. I think this is good for you and shit. No, that's our pitch. You're in our store. Do you know where you are? You're in our store. You're here. We believed in this 10 years ago. Dude, I just blew everyone's mind. Whoa. Well, the couple loved juice so much, they decided Ugh. to open a juice store. Oh, good lord. In the early... Our love is based on kale. In the early 2000s, on the Lower East Side, they opened the first cold-pressed juice store in New York City, Organic Avenue. Okay. It was the first cold-pressed juice shop in New York, but a cold press cost thousands and could only make three gallons an hour. (laughs) Well, hey, head first. That's where you jump into this, to the max. (laughs) So they bought five. What? They bought five? How much does it cost? Oh, they're they're thousands. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Right. But then they needed more, so they bought industrial strength juicers, which were the size of a telephone booth and could make 15 gallons an hour. Okay. They bought five of those. Oh my God. They should just get payphones, it sounds like. To the max. To the max, very much so. Yes. Quote So the, they're, wait, they got five of them, 15 gallons. Yeah, so, they so can, they're just happy making fucking a lot 85. Of okay, so they're really making a lot of juice. Depend, yeah. yeah, okay, a lot of diapers. Uh, quote, the vision for that company was to do everything L-O-V-E. Live, organic, vegan experience. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I think you just jump the shark when you start using acronyms. Like, like Gary Busey, when he started using acronyms, everyone was like, well, he's not coming back. That's the end of Gary. He's like, that's why it's ace. It's all connected exponentially. You're like, Gary, Stop. That's how he remembers words now, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, love and plant-based. No additives or preservatives. The unpasteurized juice was 10 bucks a bottle. Okay. That's pretty decent. I mean, so, it's expensive, but... Yeah. but yeah. Doug, So Doug's in heaven. D- Doug fucking loves it. Mm-hmm. Quote, it was so magical to be able to have that. I was drinking several glasses of juice a day as my primary form of hydration. Okay. 
Water's but, okay, too. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> you don't have to quit I, water. I mean, I think they recommend not doing that. I quit water. <laughs> so... But it was a bit too expensive for the Lower East Side, so they headed uptown and opened more juice stores. They opened more stores? Yes. So they're franchising a non-successful business. Organic Avenue is franchising. Okay, right, yeah. But profits are very tough to come by. That's probably because you opened a few, and uh, (laughs) nobody came to the first one. Because real estate in New York is is expensive. In New York! And they were dealing with perishable inventory. Now they were on the verge of going out of business. And then a private equity firm swooped in and bought their majority interest. Okay. The firm immediately ousted Doug and Denise from the company. Smart. Okay. I don't love, I don't love a firm, but this is good. They're making good calls. Although Organic Avenue would go on to fail anyway. It was actually about the fact that it's just too expensive. Right. Right. But now Doug had a very serious problem. Quote, for me, I was just wondering, how am I going to get my juice? Ugh. Uh, you know, Denise was like, will you come to bed? Not now. Where am I going to get hydration tomorrow? You could seriously drink water. I quit water. I'm juice only. I signed a contract with myself. To the max, Denise. To that, the max. It, it, signing a contract with yourself doesn't make sense. It does, too. I even notarized it. I can't break it now. I'm legally bound. I'll sue myself. What? I'll sue the pants off myself. I'm going to go outside and eat a bush. <laughs> and then maybe I'll come inside. And... Why, don't you come, why don't you come inside and eat a bush? That's what I'm insinuating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go shrub grubbing, and then I'll be up back up here for the big finale. <laughs> to the Miggity Max! Forgot my keys. Can you unlock the door, honey? I forgot the keys. Sorry, I get so hyped up. Who's my juice, man? <laughs> Who's my juice there? I'm making a little juice down here. That's right, baby doll. What? Sorry, I'll stop talking. <laughs> so he bought every juicer he could find. But Smart. This is the way to do it. 100%. But it, it just wasn't working. It wasn't the same as cold-pressed juice. Oh, my God. Quote, it didn't have that magic that I was accustomed to. What happened is I knew too much. Like, at that point, I knew too much about quality. I knew that the best juice was juice made in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this guy got juice spoiled, so... Mm-hmm. So this is apparently a very serious problem. Quote, I searched everywhere for an at-home juicer that created easy, fresh, raw, cold-pressed juice, but nothing existed in the market. It kept me up at night. So <laughs> he really was living that. Dad, come to bed. Can't. Remember it? What? Remember the juice we used to have? Yeah, we had a juice store. and then. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm talking about. But it, it was a failure. Yeah, you but... You drank a lot of it. That's profit. I did, huh? Yeah, half. Yeah, half of it, right. Yeah, yeah, I did. Thank you, baby. I needed to hear that. Thank you. That wasn't a good thing. Thank you so much. I want to leave. I want you to leave. I think you should be alone with your lack of juice to the max. Don't go. I'm going to go like juice coming out of your butthole. That was an easy one, wasn't it, darling? Yeah, but now I'm hot. Okay. I'm really turned on. I mean, I don't know what's going on. You're leaving, you're turned on. 
I'm telling you to leave. I want you to stay. There's no consistency in this argument for me. Shit on me. Okay, this is... This is... I've been a naughty girl. Okay, no, 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 no. no. Okay, this is... No. What, there's like 600, 700 people here? There's no one of you has been shit on doing sex. And asked for it. Statistically, you asked for it. Uh, well, first of all, let's get a print out of these statistics. Uh, I don't think, I don't know if they've released those numbers just yet. It's true. One in 600. And who are you? No, nah, I'm just a guy with a van. I put a satellite dish on top, doesn't work. But I'm the Cleveland steamer doctor. Uh, so, one day, Doug was sitting in his Fort Greene apartment with his health coach. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm going to time you again, Doug, from the top. Boom. Yeah, way to go. Killing it, Doug. You broke your record. Take a five. Take a five. Take a five. Squirt some of the juice. There you go. Rinse that out. Spit bucket. Spit bucket. Now drink the spit bucket. There you go, buddy. Uh, so they were sitting around discussing juice. And she told Doug he had a lot of anxiety. And Doug responded, quote, Well, I was so used to going to the Organic Avenue kitchen first thing in the morning with my glass and having them make pressed juice, and it would go right into my glass, and it didn't even matter what flavor they were making. I just wanted that freshness. (laughs) Cold-pressed juice was like his coffee. It's like his heroin. I mean, God, like, if you introduced him to it, you're like, Ani, I regret giving you a cold-pressed juice. It's ruined you. It changed me for the better. It's all you talk about. Yeah, because it's so good. Have you ever had it? That was 10 years ago. Okay, but cold-pressed juice... It's just going to be 75 in an old folks home, just like, and then they had the best kind of juice. (laughs) To the Christmas tree with no ornaments. (laughs) And that was the best juice I had, but then I can't get it no more, but... And, um, oh, and th- I brought my own glass. <laughs> Did I mention that bit? No. It's time for your pills. Oh, but they make me forget about why I'm here. Yes, that's for how. For juice. Yes, that's how we but don't. My per- no, get your hands off me. No, no the male nurse, no, they've been taking my juice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Took him a while to go to sleep. I'm not asleep yet, dickhole. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. (laughs) His health coach said, We made some out of charcoal. (laughs) That was a weird fail. His health coach said he had the money, and now he had the time to do something about it. And a light bulb went off. What? Who? What kind of person hasn't pieced that together for themselves? You have money and time. I do. <laughs> Whoa, I'm glad we did this, coach. Holy shit, I've just been so focused on juice. Yeah. I didn't think about the bigger picture. You won Publisher's Clearinghouse. Yeah. But does he have money? Yeah, from selling his steak in the store. So he's just been, uh, like, pining for juice the whole time, and she's like, you have money. He's like, yeah. I don't know why he just didn't buy a cold-pressed juicer. Yeah, that's, yes, why not? I mean, seriously. Go, buy, go to this old store. Be like, I'll take one for 200 I'll be like, yeah, nobody's using this shit. But instead he's like, what's outside in the world? 
It's like I'm a goldfish. So a light bulb go, goes off. Doug said, quote, I'm going to do what Steve did. Oh, God. Don't, we don't even need to know anymore. Steve Jobs. Of course. <laughs> yeah. That's how you know you got to run out of the room. I'm going to be like the Steve Jobs of broccolini. Uh, now, what? <laughs> That's not how nature... No. I'm going to do what Steve did. I'm going to take the mainframe computer and create a personal computer. I'm going to take a mainframe juice press and I'm going to create a personal juice press. They, they made blenders a long time ago, buddy. <laughs> Doug was going to create a small version of the industrial presses they had at Organic Avenue. Okay. The phone booth-sized presses. He would now turn into a tiny press, and it would revolutionize juice. Now, this is just... He doesn't have any idea what he's talking about, right? No, he's he, just like... He does? Well, I mean, he knows what he wants to do. But, like, if I went into Apple in the 80s and I was just like, I want this, but smaller, they'd be like, yeah, figure it out, dickhead. <laughs> like, he's like, I'll just take a big one, but make it more convenient. <laughs> do you have any idea what you're doing? That's where you come in. I'm the ideas man. I blue sky and I'm the moon shooter. <laughs> well, he worked with welders and machinists, and in his kitchen... <laughs> In his home in Brooklyn, he built prototypes. Okay. Finally, in 2013, he had one that worked. Although sometimes it would come apart and pieces of metal would fly across the room. I, would, I guess what I would ask for is a definition of what worked means. It's just shooting parts out? Well, I think it squeezed the, you know, the fruit, but then shit would fly off. Yeah. Shit okay. that could kill you. Sure, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, still, he, he had a model. Yeah, okay. He went to Denise, and some of the... So he's not with Denise anymore. They're, they're apart. Oh. So he went what, to... What, what about his lifestyle was she not enjoying? <laughs> the constant window gazing over a pressed juice? Friends are like, don't tell anybody about juice again. If you meet a guy, don't say I will juice. not. No way. I'm not making that mistake again. So what, did, what was the guy that you were uh, dating before this? He liked fast food. What kind of fast food? All the types. He hated juice. Oh my God, I love juice. Did you say Jews? Yeah, I said Jews. Yep. He 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 hated the last guy I was with. Hated yeah, hate hated Jews. Jews. He hate just Jews. hated I'm so them. So glad this came up on the first. Yeah, day. no, I know for yeah. sure. I don't know if this is the love connection I'm an Aryan. after. Oh, that's yeah, great I'm a, I'm, because uh, the yeah. that, well, that's uh, again. Yeah. I don't want to date. Have you heard uh, of the Aryan Brotherhood? Mm, I'm, in I, yeah, I'm in that. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I should get moving and get a watch. Uh, looking down at my wrist right now, I'm realizing I don't have one, and I would love to get one. Any who's will be. You want to fucking shave our heads? Uh, not tonight. It's not first date stuff for me. Here's a number that's a digit short. <laughs> you figure it out, my little Aryan pal. All right. Take care. I'm in a cab. It's going away. <laughs> uh, so he goes to Denise and some of the original backers of Organic Avenue. They like the idea. <laughs> Of a little cold press. Uh Uh-huh. And they invested in it. Okay. And George took the funds and kept working on his new juicer. And then he got his big break. Quote, Then I got an introduction to a partner at Kleiner Perkins. Kleiner? Yeah. 
Yes. And then I got an introduction to a partner, Kleiner Perkins, through a vegan fashion designer who knew someone at the Humane Society who knew them. They just wear lettuce. A vegan fashion designer mm -hmm. who knew someone at the Humane Society That's who right. knew Kleiner Perkins. Mm -hmm. Yep. Did someone at Kleiner, one of the biggest venture capital mm -hmm. firms, through the Humane Society. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, the model. This is where they keep the animals. I think this all makes a lot of sense. So he meets this partner, goes in and tells him about the tiny cold press. But smaller. And the guy... And it shoots shrapnel when it's done. That's how you know it's finished. It'll shoot shrapnel into your neck. And then you go, that's ready. <laughs> and the guy fucking loved it. Uh, Kleiner Perkins invested 500000 Oh, isn't and, that the worst when dickheads get validated? Yeah, You're like, no, yeah. oh, come on. And according to the New York Times, set dug up to, quote, incubate in Silicon Valley. Oh, this, well, by the way, I mean, destiny finally fulfilled. Like, this is, the, this is the Silicon Valley prophecy. Yeah. This man was destined to get there. Doug moved to Brooklyn uh, from California, uh, from Brooklyn to California and ended up in temporary housing for a bit in a shopping center. Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, I live in the Spencer's Gifts. Uh, it's pretty dope. There's a lot of lava lamps. There's edible undies. Take me to your dealer posters. Cool, man. Well, uh, you know, if you want to come by, I'm on the Hallmark. Okay, yeah. No, I walk by that. Yeah. That's dope. That's, you have a roommate, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. It's just me and Spencer. So, yeah, if you guys oh, ever want to come by and... Yeah. No, I'm in the card section. Put some uh, sexy handcuffs on yeah. and... Uh, I'm in the birthday card section. So oh, great. Birthday cards. Isn't that the whole store, birthday cards? Yep. Yeah, okay, yeah. so you're in the whole store. I'm in the whole store. Okay, yeah, yeah. all right, cool. You could have just, yeah. awesome. Well, we have little statues, uh, Snoopy. And stuff. Oh, cool, yeah, yeah. no, I forgot. I have, I'll, I'll swing by, for sure. Yeah. I'll bring some stuff from here. Yeah. Um, I ran out of specifics, but uh, some sure. of the stuff I said earlier I can bring by. No, I can't think of anything either. Yeah. Uh, novelty shot glasses? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll bring some of those over. Okay, cool. And then... Um, what else? Yeah, that's about all the stuff we got, really. That's it? Yeah, some uh, posters. It's such a big store. There's nothing It's on. huge. The posters are ribald, and uh, mm -hmm. they're, you know, kind of uh, insinuative. Uh-huh. Yeah, like, uh, you know, yeah, so, yeah. Anything so, else besides Yeah, that? yeah, there's tons of other stuff we sell there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. tons. I mean, I, I shouldn't even say sell, because I'm just living there, because it's yeah. uh, an empty shop. But, yeah, the other stuff we sell there, like mm -hmm. I said, the Take Me to Your Dealer poster, yep. Edible Undies. Uh, yep. There's uh, Nipple Butterscotch. What? Yeah. That's butterscotch for nips. It's called booberscotch. Yeah, we got that. Um, uh, that doesn't seem like on brand. Yeah, we got these weird glasses, dude. These uh, x-ray vision glasses. P.S. They don't work. <laughs> but uh, that's just... And again, I'm not going to name any more specifics after that. That's the last one. So I'll see you guys at the Hallmark shop where I have not pressed you on your inventory. Because I'm not like that. Yeah. I've pretty much let you go with statues and cards. And here you are... Fucking third degree in me, man. So we got congratulations cards. Yeah, uh, I don't need. I'm, it's not a card pissing contest. I love you cards. Yeah. Well, your store might be a little easier to define on the fly. If you ever yeah. think about that, because yours is just a bunch of cards. Yeah, like sympathy, yeah. like graduation. Yeah. Well, that's a little easier. That's a little easier. Cards. Spencer's Gifts is pretty much a miscellaneous potpourri store. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe back off. Oh, so you have potpourri. Uh, yeah, we do, but it smells like skunk. It's a whole gag. <laughs> it's in the gag area. Okay. We have a gag area. That's great. It's not great, but yeah, anyway, I'm done. I'll, maybe I'm not even going to come by anymore. I don't like the energy. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to shut the gate. <laughs> uh, 
so Doug then focused on trying to raise more money. Well, he had fundraising meetings. Doug would promise a revolutionary juice machine that was capable of squeezing large pieces of fruits and vegetables and turning it into juice. Yeah, a juice machine. Yeah, totally what it is. He showed them uh, 3D printed renderings of it, but did not have or did not want to reveal his working prototype. I think we know which one. (laughs) Maybe because sometimes pieces flew off. Yeah. Uh, But still, the pitch worked. Investors went for it. Altogether... He raised $16.5 million to make a small cold-pressed juicer. Oh, my God. We have a hero. Uh, I am so sorry. I misjudged this guy. This guy's quite a salesman. $16.5 to make a tiny cold-pressed juice machine. Yeah. I mean, now, that's like Lockheed Martin numbers. <laughs> Well, because all the rich guys in Silicon Valley are obsessed with living forever. Yes. So Mr. Juice Can Save You is like a fucking bullseye, right? Yes, for so sure. Cold-pressed juice is, is mild compared to companies like Ambrosia, which is a blood transaction company. A blood, Sorry, blood trans... That changed. Blood transfusion company. I was like... And how will you... By the way, we will get there without question. Hey, man, can you Western Union me some O? <laughs> oh, I'm just... I need a hit. Well, it's a company that began operating in 2016. It had locations in L.A., Omaha, uh, Houston, Tampa. It charges... Or Quite charged, a list. It was charging $8,000 to get a transfusion of a liter of blood from people ages 16 to 25. Oh, my God. For 12000 you get two liters. This was for the purpose of being younger. This is insane. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my God. So it's normal. It's just rich people injecting the blood of young people. I mean, people. It, it's like, is it? Did Alan Ball pitch it? <laughs> what? Oh, it feels so cool. Oh my god! Why do I want to go to the mall all of a sudden? Oh, god, what's going on with me? Jesus, how old did you say this kid was? Seventeen? Yeah. It fucking feels great. Yeah. You should drain that whole kid. We did. No, we drained him. We drained him. I feel like doing, like, jumping jacks or something. Yeah, you will. Yeah. Anyway, the kid's dead. Oh. Yeah. yeah. To be I totally mean, crystal you know, with you. It doesn't matter. Though. There's more of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got jars full of them in the basement. <laughs> so, uh, the company stopped treating patients in February 2019 after the FDA released a statement against blood transfusions. <laughs> Like, the FDA is like, could you not do the thing? But, yeah, and also... You know the vampire thing? Let's not do that. You, you're, you're in a bad place if the FDA is like, no. <laughs> like, you are bad. You really are. Yeah. Anyway. And by the way, they didn't say no. They were like, should you? I mean, we're asking. We'd love a hit a B. And they're not the only company. There are other companies that are getting into blood uh, transfusion. Cool. So, but that's the rich guy mindset in Silicon Valley. Like, yep. what, what can I do to stay younger? So, yep. of course, they jump on the cold press. Sure. So, Doug... Doug's- they're, how long until they're putting 17-year-olds in the juicer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Taste him. Oh, my God. You know what we should do as a 13-year-old? Oh, I don't know. Kind of might get caught in the gears. Bring me a fresh baby. 
Oh, yeah. Now we can do some moon shooting. Hey, lady, is that, uh, is that your baby? Yes. You want to sell him? Yes. <laughs> uh, so Doug sets up shop. He hires software engineers, mechanical engineers, food scientists, and app developers. It was going to be an epic juicer. So, oh, jeez, yeah. Epic juicer, bro. Pretty soon, Doug... Do a juice stand! <laughs> yeah. For sure! Pretty soon, Doug realized he was going to need more money to make his well, juicer well, wait, dream happen. I see $17 million. Where is it going? All the people he's hiring and the, the business... The... Rent, exactly. Rent. Oh, yeah, rent. He's paying for boys. But he's... <laughs> sure. Uh, the working part of the machine was fine, but the software and testing in the facility were all very costly. Okay. Doug, quote, I was just naive. I was like Forrest Gump. I had no idea what it took to make a piece of hardware that could ship to consumers safely. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm still caught up on someone being like, Forrest Gump is just naive. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dreamer. No, he, uh, okay. <laughs> Wasn't he? My hero, Forrest Gump, did it all. And there was footage to back it up. Yeah, yeah, it went on forever. And it uh, was long, 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 long. So uh, he went out to get more funding. Sure. Again, the idea of making juice at home sounded great to venture capitalists, and Doug raised $70 million. <laughs> okay. You listen to me and you listen good, Dave. If we don't get a juice machine out of this money, I'm going to lose my mind. I mean, is he just putting the money in the juicer? <laughs> Where's it going? Uh, sweet money juice. So it turns out Doug's been drinking the money. And uh, he came clean last night, and he feels horrible. In his defense, he broke down. But he drank all the money, and, um, I, and I think we have an idea. We got a great idea. It's a money juicer. And babies. Well, let me here, let me here, let me rile him up. Let me, me no, let me rile him up about the money first, Doug. Out. All right, Doug wants to take the mic he, to the max. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. I'm vegan, but then there's a fresh meat, baby meat. Doug found and a loophole you, into the vegan diet. If you feed a woman just vegan food, okay, you can totally eat her baby and still be a vegan. Which, uh, some of you guys, I can tell your jaws are dropping, and some of you guys, you're into it. So if your jaw dropped, get out. You're not part of the plan. Yeah. If you like the idea of a vegan baby juicer for money, and here's, stick around. Here's the deal. Baby meat re reverses the aging process. So, so every, for every baby you eat, you lose like two days off, mm -hmm. off, your, off your age. Yeah. And we're so, not. The math is pretty fudged at this point. but uh, It's science. Yeah. Because he said it was. Uh, We've been doing uh, some science studies in the Hallmark. Yeah. And we've been drinking babies is what he's saying. We haven't really written anything down. It's been two weeks. It's a bender. I, I mean, it's a full bender. Yeah. We have just been, we've been wild. Uh, their skin is so Okay, thin. let's let's just, go back to the... Uh, you can poke a straw. Yeah, there. yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Nobody's... No, come on, buddy. You're off script. Stick to the script. We said we'd do it like Shark Tank, remember? And so that's why I'm here to pitch you guys the baby straw. Yeah, no. No, that's not... Uh... All right, pitch is over. Went bad, by the way. What? Yeah, there's a bunch of no's. Nah, they're going to give us money. 
Altogether, from 2013 to 2015, Doug secured $120 million in venture capital from companies like Google, Thrive Capital, and Campbell's Soup to make a juicer. <laughs> Famous venture capitalist, Campbell's Soup. Yeah. I mean, the Campbell's Soup guy, they're like, wait, where are you from? I'm Campbell's Soup. We're also a big player on the scene. Let's make the soup. That's right. Chef Boyardee is on his way over. Look out. Uh, but look, it's not just a juicer. Silicon Valley was going to remake juicing. Doug named the company Juicero. Uh, uh, wait, just give me a second to enjoy it. Go ahead. Juicero. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I know this guy. Yeah. Oh, this guy. It was time to revolutionize juice. Oh. Now, Ju- uh. Doug, Doug had very normal aspirations for his juice company from Gizmodo. Quote, in its infant stages, Juicero set its sights on changing the world. So, I mean, it's juice. I get it. But, like, you're just so spoiled in Western society. You're like, this is, what, this is so important. It's like... In other countries, give them a goat. They're like, oh, my God. He's like, this is a $130 million juice machine. (laughs) The idea was to use small local farms and use produce that wasn't pretty enough for grocery stores and use that to create a revolution of consumption. Obese and undernourished Americans would be able to get the fruits and vegetables they were not consuming because they ate too much junk food. But they, it's, already, it's accessible already. Doug, quote, vegetables are hard to eat. No, just, <laughs> I mean, so goddamn spoiled. So spoiled. But they are. Have you ever gone into like a grocery store and you see a carrot and you're like, what the fuck do I do with that? Excuse me, miss, these go up my bottom? <laughs> The man with the hose wouldn't answer. (laughs) But it's like, the idea, I mean, it is such, uh, it's just so fucking spoiled. How will we get our vegetables? I don't know, steam them? (laughs) Eat them? What are you, four? Aaron, I to take the Brussels sprouts. (laughs) Why don't they just come up with a, uh, like a taste bud remover? Like a scraper. (laughs) Why don't you just do that? Wouldn't that be... Wouldn't they, you'd do that for a lot less. Just shave the taste buds off your tongue? I bet you it wouldn't cost $130 million to come up with a taste bud scraper. Oh, you, I could get you one out back. You yeah, keep yeah. offering that, and I don't yeah. want that version of whatever that is you're pitching. You showed me it, and it was a, it was a Bic razor. Yeah. Yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. Well, it does the job. I don't know if it's vetted. Yeah, it is. I don't... I, I paid a... You know, a lot of people are investing... Quote, vegetables are hard to eat, and juicing was an easy way to get someone to have a serving of fruits and vegetables. Juicero, the company, was sold to the public as a vegan, healthy lifestyle culture. But Doug and other execs were advertising as that, but that was, that was the PR side. On the inside, Juicero was far from a healthy culture. Wow. And this was in Silicon Valley? <laughs> it's weird. A former employee, quote, in reality, it was a dictatorship. (laughs) Gizmodo wrote that every employee they spoke to described Doug as, quote, a micromanaging tyrant and a demeaning bully. 
I get that, though. From hearing the origin story, like, this... I mean, if you get $130 million for this bullshit, you're going to start believing it. And oh, you're yeah. going to start thinking you're a genius. I mean, that, is, that happens over and over again. Yeah. Uh, another, uh, another quote. He either bullies you until you submit to what he wants to do, or Drink he the juice. Drink the juice. Drink it, or you get Noogie Patrol. Drink it. Yeah. Sorry. Take it, take it to the max too much sometimes. <sighs> I can't take it to the medium anymore. Uh, or he finds someone else who will go along with what it is he wants. Doug was all over the business micromanaging. He tried to control everything, refusing to defer to the expertise of employees he had hired to do jobs because they were experts. Mm-hmm. The company went through three top executives in, in under a year, uh, a CFO, a COO, and a VP of operations. Disagreements specifically with Doug led to a, quote, legendary volume of firings. Ah, uh-huh. sure. <laughs> this guy should be the president. At one, pin- at one point... At one fl- pimp. At one pimp. Uh, <laughs> at one point, flies began appearing in the San Francisco office. <laughs> Doug would not allow anyone to kill the flies. Uh, by, okay, I've had this policy before. But they don't do anything unless you have a corpse around. You don't need flies. You don't what? Need don't them? You don't need them if you, unless, you're, yeah, unless right, you need yeah. a corpse to, to decompose. But also your theory on, like, let them be will result in a lot more flies eventually. <laughs> it's the same with moths. If you're like, look, I live amongst them, eventually you'll be like, okay, something's got to give here. This is... <laughs> This is absolutely insane. What have I done? <laughs> just like lifting things out of your fridge. You're like, no, no, those are mine. Those are mine. What the hell? That's a lot of moths. It's also a business where they have perishables around. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, yeah. It's all rinds and shit. Yeah. <clears throat> One employee, quote, I had to interview companies and ask if they had a catch and release program. <laughs> Wait, What? Yeah, so he was calling up, like, pest control companies and being like, so... He was calling... This cannot... This... I mean... This guy would be like, this is a prank phone call. Orkin, what do we need? Hey, uh, you guys are exterminators, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, great. Um, So, I... Do you offer a sort of uh, average version of extermination? What? Well, here's the problem. Uh, at my work, there are a lot of flies. Oh, we can take care of that. Yeah, Great. And, and here's the deal, though. Yeah. I, am, uh, I don't want any spray. What I'm uh, looking for is for them to be captured. And then I bought a plot of land. I bought about an acre in uh, San Bernardino, which I want to sort of make their sanctuary. So sanctuary. you tell me... No, hold on. You tell me if you need a guy to step in to help you, help you run some of this. But the pitch essentially is... You come here, you guys with your fly traps or whatever sort of traps you have for flies, catch them, and then if you can, we can take them to San Bernardino and you guys can release them on the plot, or I can have a third party do it. But essentially the job for you guys, and I don't know if you work hourly or whatever, is uh, you come over, you capture them. There's probably about 700 roughly. I have, I, it's, they're hard to count, believe it or not, because the similarities between the flies, it's marginal to be able to tell the difference. Some are bigger, uh, and then if you see like a flock of four or five, you go, okay, well that's four. 
but uh, I'm guesstimating about 700. So, so if you could come over here with your little trap traps, and then you trap them, and then uh, I don't know, it's probably about a you know, few hours, 10 hours, something like that. I don't know. I haven't even wazed it yet. Uh, by the way, my friend invented wazed. I don't know if you know about that. Waze is unbelievable. Anyway, so what would that cost? I'm thinking about 70 bucks. Is this Frank? This, this is, is Doug. No, this is Doug. <laughs> you fucking... Who put you up to this? Because, you know... Uh, sir, a lot of people... We, we kill every, everything. Like, my like my job is to come in and, and just kill Sir, everything. I'm a member of PETF. What? PETF. What is... People for the Ethical Treatment of Flies. Yeah, I don't... How big's your organization? We're about 700 flies deep. I don't know how many times I gotta go over this. I'm not Rain Man with the toothpicks. There's a bunch of flies, come trap them. I got a plot of land, it's an acre, release them. Yeah, I'm done with your bullshit, goodbye. Hello, hang up the phone so I can call another guy. I can't, I'm taping this now. <laughs> so. And then he went through links to help Doug understand that even catch and release is not humane. It's actually more stressful on the pests for you to catch them and relocate them. By the way, also such bullshit. He's like, look at the heart rate monitor of the fly. I don't know. I don't know. Shut up. Let me go through it. A fly in a San Francisco office, and then all of a sudden he's in a field in San Ramon. He's like, what's up? What's happening? Yes, because, and by the way, you're talking about a lifespan of like two days. Yeah, so if one of your so days is in your office... Half of your life your is whole, you being transported your whole, somewhere. Your whole life is in one location for the most part. Yeah, unless... You you're can, in one garbage can. You're like, wow, can you believe this is all there is to it? <laughs> you ever wonder if there's anything more? I don't. Me either. This banana is really big and really good. <laughs> Talk about a lifetime worth of food. My whole life is going to be on this banana. <laughs> and I'm not going to get very deep. <laughs> Uh, no one uh, knows what the fly resolution was. <laughs> now, of course, like Apple and Theranos, Doug wanted his juicer to be the best. Of course. It had to be. Yes, nothing Because do. it was important. Yeah. So he worked with Eve Behar, who is like the big fucking design guy, right? Like okay. the biggest. He, had a, he has a company called Fuse Project. Uh, Behar is just uh, a guy Forbes called the most influential designer in the world. Well, I haven't heard of him. Uh, so, uh, not really cheap. Right? Yeah, right. He's designed yeah. a bunch of Apple stuff. Right. Uh, but worth it for a juicer. Sure, yeah, for sure. <laughs> because That's everyone, a lot of flies. <laughs> everyone ag- agrees a juicer has to look amazing. Yeah, for sure. It does, yeah, the quality doesn't matter as much as how does it appear. Yeah. Uh, Gizmodo, quote, multiple sources confirmed that a Fuse Project employee was a a frequent present in Juicero's office for months. And this led Doug to taking the advice of the Fuse Project employee over the engineers he had hired to build the Juicero. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. May as well be a spiritual advisor he's brought in. Yeah. And this is all about uh, Behar. I mean, all to say he was involved. Uh Having his name attached is a big deal. Sure. Sure. 
Ex-employee quote. He How about wa- you make a juicer? Wouldn't that be a good idea? <laughs> Ex-employee quote. He wanted to have the notoriety. They had to accept it or pretty much be booted out. Naturally, this led to, is- this led to issues with making the juicero. The internal design team was working at the same time as the Fuse Project team was. Good. So you're competing. Building the... Right. You're essentially competing. They were both at the same time making different versions. Neither knew what the other was doing. The Juicero engineers created a machine that was smaller and cheaper than the Fuse Project version. One ex-employee said their version would cost around $250. But Behar and Doug wanted a one-touch, no-mess juicer, and it needed to look, quote... Friendly. So wait, they had it? They had one? What? They made one that was like $250 and was yeah. good to go? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, no, but it's not great to go. <laughs> and that's why Bayard's version turned out bright white with rounded corners. <laughs> What an amazing <laughs> idea. Could you imagine seeing something that he'd already made? Yeah. So... <clears throat> When the internal designers saw the final Behar version, they were, quote, horrified by it. You've got all these angles, you've got tooling, you've got to make this plastic. And Behar wanted aircraft-grade aluminum. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) To create the pressure to squeeze the juice out. You don't, I mean, do you really need plain materials to make, I mean, I understand the other one was shooting parts out of it like a malfunctioning robot earlier in a cartoon, but still. No, you you really don't need anything that has to do with an aircraft on a juicer. And then we think inside will be a propeller from a plane. (laughs) And then a little tiny pilot will live in a window in there, we'll shrink him down, and he'll be trapped in each one of them. The internal team raised their concerns about how much more expensive this would be to make the final Juiceros, but they were, their concerns were dismissed. How Doug, much are we talking? Well, we'll see. Oh, Doug no. was going for the upscale juicer market. Which doesn't exist, right? <laughs> I mean, he's essentially been trying to get something on the market, and now he's like, no, but for the market that doesn't exist, we want the best version of it. For the Oprahs. Right. Oh, wait, and it just wasn't Behard Doug got on board. He swung big and got names like Oprah Winfrey. Oh, boy. (laughs) She put up a long video on her personal Instagram as cross-promotion. Gwyneth Paltrow's group, Goop, wrote an article about it. Obviously, Goop did something on it. We need to start holding those people accountable when they do that shit. Like, we need to keep a list... Because that always falls apart. That's the part you never really... You're like, oh, this guy... uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, Rich, it should be like... Oh, go ahead. Whatever. Rich Roll. I don't know. He's a runner, marathon. Rich vegan, Roll? Yeah. Okay. guy. Uh, he did a two-hour podcast with Doug. And this all made sense because selling Juicero was as much about selling Doug, Ev- Doug Evans as it was about selling Juicero. Yeah, which is where you want your business when you have a guy like Doug at the helm. Yeah. And now, as part of the Juicero rollout, the New York Times did a profile on Doug in March 2016. Quote... Mr. Evans is a raw food evangelist. He said, although occasionally I eat steamed vegetables, to be dogmatic. To not Uh. be dogmatic. Sorry. Uh, And the New York Times said he wore shoes made of hemp. Wow. So he'll eat vegetables like a regular? Yeah, sometimes. Man, so relatable. Uh, What a deity he is. So he explained the juicer, you know, uh, quote, this machine itself is a white plastic slab 
<laughs> He's not doing a good job. <laughs> I mean, he spent that much time on it. It's a slab. It's a big slab. It's stupid. Uh, veggies go in it, and shit comes out. I blew it. I fucking blew this. Oh, my speech is in my other jacket. Uh, roughly the size of a food processor. To get some juice, you insert a pouch that resembles an IV bag and press just, a button. Just so stupid. A couple of minutes later, a thin stream of vividly colored liquid squirts into a glass. It's just so stupid. And it's just, you've been incubating too long. You thought, you thought a year too hard on this shit. And unlike so many juices, it never needed to be cleaned. <laughs> yeah, okay. Also, the juicer would always be connected to Wi-Fi. Oh, that's right. Yes, right. It's a Wi-Fi, which is such a dumb step. Oh, but not now. The juicer's roaming. Wait, uh, the fees on that are going to be crazy. <laughs> Let's take the juicer upstairs. Uh, it, it, What's that... your Wi-Fi password so I can make a juice? Sorry, ma'am, sorry. What is your Wi-Fi password I have to make a juice? It's a long, dumb story, but I thought a year and a half too long on some bullshit. It had a smartphone app. It's so dumb. It had a QR code reader. It's just like a gangbang of Silicon Valley thoughts. <laughs> it's just... <sighs> and it had high-tech juice packaging. So the way it worked is you'd order a package of fruits and vegetables. Uh-huh. And before you made juice, the juicer would read the QR code on the pack of vegetables and fruit and use the web connection to determine how fresh the package was. What in If God's it was past name. its expiration date, which was generally seven days, the machine would refuse to make the juice. That is insane. What about vegetables from a market? Wouldn't that work really well? No, no. No? Instead you have, like, all right, I'm going to put my Juicero pack in there. It's too old. <laughs> no, but you guys sent it to me. Can't process. No, but I bought it from your company. Sorry, too old. It's a fucking thing, I swear to God. The packages cost between five to seven bucks each and would be on a mail-order subscription. You could only buy them if you owned a Juicero. This is so dumb. Hey, buddy, what are you doing there? Huh? Um, you buying... Uh, yeah, just some Juicero packs. You got a Juicero? Let me see your tattoo. Uh, I, I don't... Yeah, you don't got one, do you? Give me the fucking juice bag. Sorry. What uh, the fuck is wrong with you? I was going to shoot it up. <laughs> I love the juice. Oh, and the packs couldn't be shipped long distances because they were perishable. Yeah, it's a perfect plan. <laughs> it's, you know, the idea is also perishable. Yeah. The process of preparing the produce to put in the packs was incredibly complicated. What, what, what about carrots and shit? Is that, couldn't you just go buy it? Juicero would receive truckloads lo- truck of produce from local organic farms, triple wash it, and then chop it into specific shapes based on each fruit or vegetable. Why? While in a 35-degree warehouse. A specialized machine would fill each It's like pack. the New Jack City room of juice. <laughs> Just like masks on. Don't touch the peach. You have no contact directly with the apple. 
Uh, the New York Times questioned exactly what Juicero was since the company... What isn't it? <laughs> How about that, New York Times? What are you? Huh? The company seemed to have plans much bigger than just making juice. A partner at Google Ventures said, quote, it's the most complicated business that I've ever funded. <laughs> From Google. <laughs> Google. It's software, it's consumer electronics, it's produce, and it's packaging. <laughs> What's your juice Wi-Fi password? <laughs> this was because Juicero was planning to change the world through fruits and vegetables. The Times, quote, Mr. Evans and his investors speak of Juicero being a platform for a new paradigm of food delivery. The core idea of Juicero was always the produce. But this is all fine because this was special juice. Doug, quote, not all juice is equal. How do you measure life force? Uh, How do you measure chi? By the way, to the max. <laughs> How do you measure chi? I've actually been working on a machine for five years next door to measure chi. I'm a chi reader. It's a thermometer, but for chi. And it's not an oral one. It's penile. I think that's a syphilis test. It'll also tell you if you have syphilis, but then your chi, I can also read your chi. Come on over. I'm at the Spencer's no. Gifts near the mall. I would love to... No, that, that closed down because they only had like four things. Yeah. No, they had like eight things, first of all, dickhead. <laughs> I'm sure if we listen to the tape, we just hear four. I think you're going to hear a lot more than four, asshole. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the company announced the price of the Juicero... One million dollars. In March 2016. Oh, uh, what? $700. Jesus Christ. What market are you after? Just the Bloomberg. It literally is like the same people who see the Lexus car ribbon commercials and are like, I'll do that. Like it's like 0.001%. Most people thought the company was insane. Hmm. But even with the price tag of 700 the company was taking a loss on each Juicero sold. Because they cost 750 to make. So what? <laughs> I'm just trying to crunch some numbers here real quick. <laughs> mm -hmm. The company huh? charged businesses 1200 to buy one. So if you had a... They, so I, they, what? I actually read people who are like, well, you know, I paid 1200 because I have a business. Would what? you say you don't have a business? Yeah, what is your deal? What are you doing? If there was ever a product where you went and they don't know what you're doing, yeah, it's for my home. Swear to God? Yeah. Because you're also a business owner. I am, yeah, but I'm just going to put it in my house. Take it to work, you got to pay a fee. Yeah, I don't give a shit. All right, well, we're going to swing by your office. You're not allowed. Okay, Bill. 900. No. 650. Okay, wait, fuck. No, shit. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. What's I, your Wi Fi? I want to have a juice. I think the way that they made that work is they wouldn't send the products to a business if you didn't pay the 1200 Well, gee, I mean, maybe if you had a home. <laughs> Doug told the media that unlike a Mac or an iPhone, a Juicero could be shared. Quote, so. <laughs> 
He's literally the biggest asshole ever. I mean, I mean, the WeWork guy is probably better, uh, but this guy is really a miracle. Oh, uh, the WeWork guy is... Oh. He's the best to look at, the WeWork guy. Yeah. I invented an, a room <laughs> with pasta salad. <laughs> WeWork. Quote, so you can imagine this being a commu- in a community center or at a newsstand or in an office. Yeah, oh. no, well, let's, let's start at newsstand. I mean, I'm pretty sure that makes a lot of sense. Just the paper, Charlie. And I'll have a uh, green cucumber kale. <laughs> News. What about a community center? A communi- what is he even talking about? <laughs> what the fuck is that? He has no idea what he's talking about. You know what we could use here in our community center is a $700 juicer. Uh, name an occasion where it won't work. Kids' birthday parties, parks, underwater in pools. We, we can't afford sparklets water. Well, that's going to be an issue. You just bought a big juicer for your business. <laughs> business. For your business. It's a community center. That's a business. So that's... <laughs> you admitted it. You're on record. I'm wearing a wire, dummy. Give us all your money. We need what it. We, need, we don't have any goddamn money. Spend it all on a plain juicer. He compared the juicero to the release of the Tesla Roadster. <laughs> it's going to change the world, man. Yeah. Doug had also said during interviews that the juice press wielded four tons of force. Well, that just no, I mean, just just crazy talk, doesn't right? Make Gobbledygook. Any sense he told the podcast "Too Embarrassed to Ask," quote, "There are four hundred custom parts in here. There's a scanner. There's a microprocessor. There's a wireless chip. A wireless antenna." He had done tons and of- three hundred and ninety-six more. <laughs> It's more than some stores I know about in malls. I don't think that's necessarily true at all. <laughs> Sounds like it's four under what most stores, if what you're talking about the one I'm thinking you're talking about, or is it by far more than four. Uh, so he had done tons of press, so the world knew about Juicero when launch day hey, came in March 2016. Of course he did a lot of press. You bet. Yeah, you bet. Oh, I got it. I got it. Now stop winking. I got it. Is I'm having... Good? Okay. My uh, brain it's hurts. Not, it's not great. Uh, I can't stop. <laughs> Apparently, there was not as big a market for a $700 subscription juicer as Doug thought. How are we doing in the Midwest? <laughs> well, Doug, the numbers aren't fantastic. Really? Yeah. Huh. Weird, because we do ship out of the bubble. That's right. We know we do, Doug, but they're still not getting it. Huh. I really thought I was going to blow up in Ohio. Yeah, no, everyone in Ohio thinks you're a fucking idiot, actually. Uh, ah, yeah, right. Ah, they just don't have the strong enough Wi-Fi passwords. <laughs> a former employee told Gizmodo Juicero sold fewer than 100 units on launch day. Pretty good, pretty good numbers, considering <laughs> the investment of, what, $130 million? <laughs> 120, come oh, on. Oh, sorry, sorry. So $120 million, and then they've sold 100 Yeah, less. Oh, that's pretty good. Most stories on the juicer noted that the price was insane, and it was only on sale in three states. Mm-hmm. California, Nevada, and Arizona, because of shipping the produce bags, which were fresh and locally sourced from organic farms. So because of the model you made where your machine will reject any of your old juice that's packets... Right. You've now limited yourself yes. to three states, two of which I don't think are going to be interested. <laughs> In Arizona? Yeah, good luck. 
door to door just sweating his balls off. Hey, please buy this shit. I'll suck your dick if you take a Juicero. Is your husband home? With things not going well in October, Doug was replaced as CEO by Jeff Dunn, a former president at Coca-Cola, but also a Juicero board member and investor. Sure. So someone who believed in the product. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but Doug was still the chairman of the board. In January, Juicero dropped the price of the machine from 700 to 400 meaning they take a huge loss on each one, and they expanded to 17 states. Okay. Still not New York, though. No. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when some investors received their Juicero, they were surprised to discover that they could just squeeze the Juicero bag with their hands. Yeah. <laughs> Which meant there was no point in buying the juicer. I remember that part of this. <laughs> Which is... It's just a big problem. <laughs> I mean, imagine the first guy was like... <laughs> I don't think we need to spend that money. Look at that. <laughs> Full. Same shit. And I don't even have a Wi-Fi password. Look at that. Isn't that crazy? Two reporters at... Blue- I mean, how great would it be to have a camera on his face when you're like, so, um... Some, some people in Washington State have realized that you can just squeeze it out really easily. Yeah. So, um... Still going still to need the... Uh, you can't buy it. Uh, you can't buy bags. Yeah, Unless but... Unless you have a machine. So. No, but they've bypassed the machine part. Right, but you can't, you can't get a bag. We think we might have to lower the price of the machine. No, you can't... No, because you can't... We think we might have to start dropping the machines out of a plane <laughs> with little parachutes over cities but you and can't. pray for the best. But you can't... No, you, they can. You can't buy a bag unless you have a machine. No, so. they've, they've been able to. So no, yeah, Doug. I know it's hard no. to hear, but you just can't. No. Know. Okay. Okay. Doug. 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 We took it to the max. Well, apparently we missed a huge step when we got to the max. I just, I just want a cold press. Here, I'll give you one right now. I don't even need the machine. There you go. Drink that. That feel better. Well, then it's not cold press, is it? It's hand press. That's not the same. No, it's the exact same. It tastes the exact oh, same. Oh, if you had a washing machine, but there was also a river, would you go beat your clothes on a rock in the river? Well, that, I mean, that, the analogy is not working for anybody. It works uh, for me. Here, drink your juice from my hands. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Two Bloomberg reporters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, learned about the squeezing. Uh, uh-huh. Quote, two backers said the final device was bulkier than what was originally pitched and that they were puzzled to find that customers could achieve similar results without it. Uh-huh. So the Bloomberg reporters did their own test and disco- discovered if they squeezed the bag with their hands, they'd get the same amount of juice in less time than if they used the juicer. Mm-hmm. Really hurts the business. Will you guys promise not to tell anybody what you found out? <laughs> Okay. Bye. Quote, a person... He's just in a room. You're my only friends. 
All 14,000 of you. <laughs> they form a human. That's right. Take form of Doug flies. Mm-hmm. Quote, a person close to the company said Chucero is aware the packs can be squeezed by hand, uh, but that most people would prefer to use the machine because the process so, is more consistent So they literally just shoved someone out to say something. Yeah. There was yes. no thought. Yes, but we think most people would like to spend near $1,000. We're going to go back there and come up with a better talking point. We'll be right back. Sorry. Now, Juicero hadn't told investors or employees that the packs could be hand-squeezed, but they had all figured it out by the middle of 2016. Not all investors were upset. No. Doug Chertok of Vast Ventures, quote, There's no doubt the packs could be squeezed without the machine. I'm still a huge fan. Yeah, all right. Uh-huh. Yep, 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 yep. It wasn't like it was hard to figure out. When Doug went on the Too Embarrassed to Ask podcast, one of the hosts had tried the machine, and the other host asked her about it. Host one, what's your 30-second review of it? Host two, I like it. I have to say I'm surprised. I thought it was juice in a bag, and you just squeeze it into your glass. For some reason, I just thought that. Doug, yeah, you wouldn't need a $700 device to do that. (laughs) Host one, oh, right. It's the pressure you're paying for. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You guys should be more embarrassed to ask some of this stuff. It was so, like, the bag comes, and and it's... a bag that's mm-hmm. got a little spot on the bottom, so it looks. You know what it your looks like. Your brain just goes, "Oh, you squeeze that." You ever look like, like people drink those juices? Like they're they're yes. weird. Yeah, it's like yes. one of those like little squeezy like I just had a run juice things. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it looks like you should. So yeah. the story caused some of the greatest mocking of a Silicon Valley company in history. Mm-hmm. But when but the company is not about to give in. New no. CEO Jeff Dunn wrote a blog on Medium.com. That ought to do it. Quote, when I saw this week's headlines about hacking and hand-squeezing produce packs, I had one overriding thought. We know hacking consumer products is nothing new. Wow. But how can we better demonstrate the incredible value we know our connected system delivers? Hacking. He went, Julian Assange did this to us. <laughs> he, went, he went on to list batshit reasons why the Juicero was better than hand-squeezing. Like, quote... The sum of the system, the press, produce packs, and the app working together is what enables a great experience. What? Is, I mean, this is so... This is like our government. <laughs> you want to experience that value by hand-squeezing produce packs? Yeah. It's about the joy of using the machine in the, the app. It's about the joy of not understanding how much money most people have. <laughs> it's about enjoying being so out of touch that you think people need a jet engine to get juice out of a squeeze bag. It's about deluding yourself around a bunch of deluded friends in a deluded town called delusion. Uh, But he also did offer full refunds to anybody for 30 days. Unless you're a business. Yep. (laughs) But the damage was bad. The company tried to save itself by announcing that the second generation juicer would only be $200. And it fired 25% of Juicero employees. Uh, Gizmodo then wrote a story about how horrible of a CEO Doug was called, quote, the Mad King of Juice. <laughs> Inside the Dysfunction Origins of Juice Arrow. <laughs> you want me to do Let me do an impression for you real quick. Yeah. It's Denise reading that article. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. 
In it, ex-employees even said the produce aspect was bullshit. At first, the company wanted to use local farms, but the scale of the enterprise meant local farms would never be able to keep up. Even though Doug had said at times in interviews during the launch that the produce was organic and the company listed local small growers on the website, that's not what was happening. Wow. An ex-employee, quote, the majority of produce is sourced from high-volume operations like Dole. Oh, my God. I mean, imagine if you're buying this organic bag of bullshit... Only to find out they're giving you fucking dole. Good God. I mean, I would be like, I'd find him. How are you, Doug? Get in the machine. Huh? Get inside the goddamn machine. I want the full experience. The company listed them as partners, but in reality, no one had ever visited Dole or had any contacts there. Juiceo just bought Dole produce like anybody else. Boy, what are you doing this weekend? I'm bullshitting a country. I have my club saver card. By May 2017, around half of the local partners' uh, farms were removed from the website. There was now just a button that said load more, and when you clicked it, that's when Dole showed up. (laughs) What? Yeah, they're hiding it. Gizmodo contacted one local grower who said they had only briefly briefly sold to Juicero, but it stopped six months before. Others' employees said the produce wasn't even coming from farms, but produce distributors. The website originally claimed Juicero would, quote, source organic produce within days of harvest, but now the site just said it was about ripeness. (laughs) Different. It's really ripe. The company also made claims Doug believed were were not exactly what is called true. Like foods exposed to heat were less healthy. Uh, so that's uh, coming straight from Doug's bullshit. Or that cold-pressed truce had, had more nutrients. One claim was that, quote, the process of shredding fruits and vegetables with blades can cause heavy casualties to good bacteria, enzymes, and vitamins. It's crazy. It, the truth is that the, the roughage is actually also good. No, so. if you shred fruit, it loses it's all of its fucking goodness. Well, it's like a spirit. Ooh. Oh, no, the fruit gods. Why'd I cut it? Why'd I cut it? How oh my did God, the, the broccoli soul just went out. Yes, I live here now. Oh no, you've awoken him. So remember I said about how they were all cutting each piece of vegetable in a different way? Or for, yeah, what was the truth? It's because Doug had them cutting produce in different ways to keep the casualty of not losing good bacteria and enzyme. And so he was having them cut, like, so he completely made it up. Yeah, right. And he had all these guys working, and they're all cutting spinach in a way that's like... Careful, careful. Magical. Careful, thinking. careful. We need to save a lot of it. The inside part that you can't see. I've never read a book. Isn't that crazy? I've never opened a book. Isn't that nuts? Quote, for example, pineapple gets chopped to half-inch chunks, but spinach goes into one-sixteenth of an inch chunk. So basically we're opening up the cell walls so that we're allowing under force the water molecules to come out. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, yep, sure. Oh, and the Juiceros board determined the cost of shipping refrigerated juice packs to customers was unsustainable in the long term. <laughs> Just a perfect storm. The website uh, also quoted a doctor who had been warned by the FDA three times for making false statements. (laughs) I mean, again, if they're refing the game. After its launch, Juicero was losing $4 million a month. That's good, though, right? Yeah. 
so after 16 months, Juicero announced it was shutting down operations on September 1st, 2017. Uh-huh. It was announced on the company's website, quote, the company writes that it is suspending the sale of both its juice packets and its juice press device. The last juice packet delivery will occur next week. Okay. At the time the company was shutting down, Doug was at Burning Man. This tracks. This tracks. He posted several Instagrams. Don't take the molly like that. You've got to take the molly under your tongue and then swallow it. (laughs) Keep the molly inside of the pill. He posted several Instagrams, including one in which he blew fire from the handlebars of a tricked-out bicycle. Sure. So he was at Burning Man. In another Instagram, Doug wore a rainbow tutu as he disappeared into a sandstorm. Dave, if the story ends here, I'm very happy. (laughs) And nobody ever saw Doug again. (laughs) You've got to cut him right so the bullshit doesn't fall out too hard. He traveled to Burning Man in an RV with his friend, Vatra Amids, who Vice News said was a fire dancer. That's right. (laughs) Who danced with who first? I think the fire was there first. Some people think I'm the fire. I just want to go away. I just want you to go away. I'm never coming to Burning Man again, honestly. You guys are freaking me out. The whole fucking thing. Why don't you have pants on? It's my RV. (laughs) You're inside my RV. They're my rules. I'm going to blow fire inside of it now. (laughs) Inside of what? The RV. Okay, I got to go. No, the doors are locked. Okay, well, this is kind of rapey. Mm, Your words. What? (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Vatra had bought 50 gallons of spring water that he collected himself from Mount Shasta. (laughs) Dude, I swear to God, I have a buddy who did that. (laughs) I swear, uh, if he's listening, he's Uh, laughing, but I have a buddy who, like, came back with, like, a huge thing. He's like, Mount Shasta water! (laughs) This was Doug's introduction to raw water. Oh, no. No. Of course. Of course, of course, of course. Doug was now part of the burgeoning raw water movement. Uh, Rotter. <laughs> Three weeks after Burning Man, he posted on Instagram that he was at a location deep in the Marin County Forest and was, quote, about to embark on a minimum of a five-day water fast. Uh, um, by the way, your body's going to reject after three days of your water fast. <laughs> Doug then showed... Oh, he's just doing water. Yeah. Right. Okay. Doug then showed several two and a half gallon jugs of live water, which was a company that sold untreated spring water for $15 a jug. It's amazing. Or it's... as little as 11 if you brought 20 jugs at a time. Mm-hmm. Each jug had a deposit of $22. <laughs> Jesus. We're just thinking of different ways to sense. fuck you with water. You that know? just makes sense. It's amazing how yeah. well it works. Well, it's going to work a lot better soon. In December 2017, the New York Times printed an article about the growing raw water business. Quote, at Rainbow Grocery, a cooperative in this city's mission district, one brand of water is so popular that it's often out of stock. But one recent evening, there was a glittering rack of it. Glass orbs containing 2.5 gallons of what is billed as raw water. 
unfiltered, untreated, unsterilized spring water, $36.99 each and $14.99 a refill, bottled and marketed by a company called Live Water. The store manager said, quote, it has vaguely mild sweetness and a nice smooth mouthfeel. It's got a nice smooth mouthfeel? <laughs> Nothing that overwhelmed the flavor profile. Unlike regular water, ugh. It's just like, boom, what isn't this? <laughs> and then there, of course, were startups. Tourmaline Spring would deliver untreated water, zero mass water install systems to capture water from the atmosphere, and has raised $24 million in VC money. Oh. But the biggest man in the new water movement was a guy named Doug Evans. <laughs> the New York Times, quote, the most prominent proponent of raw water is Doug Evans, a Silicon Valley entrepreneur. After his juicing company, Juicero, collapsed in September... He uh, went- sorry, took it to the max. <laughs> <laughs> he went on a 10-day cleanse drinking nothing but live water. Doug, quote, I haven't tasted tap water in a long time. Before companies uh, popped up that allowed him to just order water, Doug said he was going on what he called spring hunting trips. That's where he went and got spring water from a spring. Wow, it's really complicated. (laughs) Shh. There's some right over there. (laughs) Two. Give me two. Shut the fuck up, it'll run. Give me the Hand me the arrow. Jump on it when I shoot at it. Then we're gonna cut its throat. Gotta be careful, otherwise it'll run away. Okay, also, can you just take this jug with you and fill it up? I gotta shoot the arrow while I'm walking. Okay. Put it on my head. The jug? Yeah, balance it on my head. Okay. And I'll shoot the arrow. There you go. I'll shoot the arrow into the water. Okay. And then Is it gonna gonna scream? But we're gonna have to cut it very delicately, otherwise the hydrogen will get out. Uh, so he, he said he went and got spring water from a spring, even though he also later said he was introduced to raw, raw water by Vatra. So he had a couple of conflicting stories there. Sure. Doug said that the, the spring he would go to was, that was close to San Francisco had recently been sealed off by landslides, so now he had to cross private property in the middle of the night carrying his water bottles. <laughs> okay, so his business model is stealing water from private property? It's pretty good. The claim that spring water is better for you is not supported by experts. Dr. Hensrund of the Mayo Clinic, quote, without water treatment, there's acute and then chronic risks. There's evidence all over the world of this. And the reason we don't have those conditions here is because of our very efficient water system. The risks include E. coli, viruses, parasites, and carcinogenic compounds. Yeah. As for Juicero, Doug now believes it was, quote, killed in the first inning. That's not how innings work. As far as the company being a joke, he says people, quote, they really don't understand what the mission was and the facts and how any new technology starts off expensive and as you innovate, prices come down over time. They just got stuck on a narrative. This is what's great. We now know the facts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, sorry, Dougie. He said the media misunderstood everything about Juicero. Everything. Mm -hmm. He told Vice he's been traveling, meeting new people, expanding his consciousness, and somehow he is still in Silicon Valley, which he loves. He claims he's being recruited at many companies for both board and executive positions. Yep. In April 2017, before Juicero folded, 
It sued a Chinese company for copyright infringement. Okay. The company had created a cold-pressed juicer named Juicier. <laughs> the difference is you it can worked. cut up your own vegetables and put them into a reusable bag, then use eight tons of force to press. But that's not an experience. And how are they cutting the fruit? So a company just came up with a juicer. Well, all, no, it's the same thing, but there's no proprietary fruit and vegetables. Yeah, that's you, what I mean. You can, you can just wash the bag. So it's the exact same thing, but oh, you just wash the bag. You just wash the it's, bag. It actually sounds like a great juicer. Yeah, probably better for the environment, a yeah. lot of stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, he's, he would always say the bags are recyclable. Of course. Re- recycling them used up more... Uh, oh, I, yeah. everybody says everything's fucking recyclable. All right, take it It's easy. all staying here. Uh, so today, Doug's Instagram and Twitter are all of him just traveling and enjoying nature. He recently had about 20 posts about watching a tortoise. <laughs> Wait. So he's just now a rich guy. What's his Instagram? Uh, I don't remember. What's his last name? Doug Evans. Um, uh, yeah, oh, so. boom. Got him right away. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. Oh, the... Um, the oh, he's still juicing. The, tor- the tortoise... <laughs> blood <laughs> orange juice made on demand. Did I mention it's delicious and blood red is an antioxidant and a word I've never seen? <laughs> flavonoid. It's time to get off Instagram if flavonoid appears in a post. Uh. All, all the tortoise posts are on Twitter. Oh, and he's just, here's one of him, like, slowly, like, performing conolingus on a persimmon. <laughs> Persimilingus. <laughs> oh, this guy. Oh, Dougie, Dougie, Dougie. Follow! Okay. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's our boy, Doug. Well, 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 Doug. <laughs> Who knew that this story about just the, the shitty juice machine was so much more involved? Well, there's nothing else you can call a guy who makes a hole that big for himself other than Doug. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Well, let's call it. That was a lot of fun, guys. Thank you so much for coming out. Don't forget to squeeze your own bags. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this, uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in 
uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, This is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help with Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it, but either way, fun half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd, and the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. 